Hello, my name is Paul Bennett. Welcome to my humble diatribe for the day. Penny and I have really come to enjoy sharing meals on our deck in the backyard. Plenty of space, blue skies, gentle breezes, birds singing, serene quiet. Space for Jefferson to explore and re-explore, among other things. A glass of beer, a bottle of wine, charcoal barbecued food. What's not to like? I have to tell you a not-so-secret. I love pizza. One day, for no reason at all, while we were enjoying our time on our back deck, we started discussing pizza. Possibly it was that we had had a steady run of great weather and a long succession of excellent barbecues, but that we were starting to look for alternatives to steak, hamburgers, and turkey sausages. We weren't keen on the idea of ordering a pizza to be delivered, then eating it on our deck. Somehow, it just didn't seem right. Penny proposed making our own pizza. Uh-oh. Our routine had been to bring everything out to the deck in a wheeled cooler, enjoy a beer while the food was cooking, then slide right into its consumption. Relaxation throughout. Thus, I opined that it would be a nuisance cooking a pizza in our oven, then hauling it outside to eat. I should have kept my mouth shut. A few days later, Penny returned from a shopping expedition with a large box and a small cylinder of propane. The large, and, I might add, heavy box, contained an outdoor pizza oven suitable for use in a barbecue environment. Think of a black metal dome on four small feet with a slot through which to slide the pizza. A hose led from the propane cylinder to the regulator, which featured a dial used to control the heat. It kind of looked like a giant black Pac-Man in scuba gear. Just inside the lower edge of the slot, but separated from it by a small space, was a pizza stone about half or three quarters of an inch thick. The idea was that the stone would absorb the heat generated by the burner beneath it and distribute it evenly through the bottom of the pizza crust. The gap between the pizza stone and the wall of the oven allowed hot air to rise, baking the toppings from above. A neat idea. So it came to pass that a day was appointed for us to have our first barbecued pizza. In the kitchen, we prepared a pizza crust. A green pepper, an onion, a number of mushrooms and turkey kalbasa were duly chopped up and distributed across the pizza crust. Some pickled jalapeno peppers were added to give a little zest. 
The whole was topped by a generous sprinkling of mozzarella cheese. It made an impressive heap. We carried our nascent pizza outside on a giant pizza paddle, along with the cooler containing our utensils, beer, steins, and so on. The pizza oven was lit and warmed to the requisite temperature as we sipped our beer, relaxing, and anticipating our novel barbecue fare. Once the oven had reached the appropriate temperature, it came time to slide the pizza through the slot onto the stone within the pizza oven. I guess I have to backtrack here for a short discussion of pizza paddles. To our inexperienced selves, it had made sense that cooking in a standard kitchen oven, a pizza paddle, which is essentially a giant spatula, only needed two qualities. It needed to be big enough to support a pizza of a size that we would be likely to cook, and its handle would need to be short enough that it would actually fit reasonably in our kitchen. When we bought our first pizza paddle, it fit those criteria nicely. The only thing was that we hadn't realized that there was another criterion to consider. The weight of the pizza. It turned out that the flat aluminum surface, which was supposed to carry the pizza from the countertop to the stove, then back, lacked the structural rigidity required for the pizzas we initially prepared. I'll spare you a description of the minor disaster that ensued from that discovery. So what do you do when you've bought the wrong product? You go out and buy another to better meet your needs. That's what we did. A nice large pizza paddle with a rigid surface and much longer handle. You know, just like you see in your neighborhood pizza shop. Except for the fact that a pizza would tend to stick to the surface of the second paddle, it worked reasonably well indoors, especially if one used the first to scrape the pizza off the second, and if one was careful not to whack something with the long handle. The first problem that arose when I went to slide our raw pizza through the slot into its oven, it wouldn't fit. The toppings were simply too generously mounded to permit the pizza to be placed into the oven. Hmm, what to do? Into the house I went to retrieve the original wimpy paddle which I used to basically squash down the toppings to the point where the whole assembly would fit through the slot. That seemed to have been successful, so the obvious thing to do next is to actually slide it into the oven. That's when the second problem arose. The pizza paddle would not fit into the pizza oven's orifice. It was simply too wide. These goings-on had, uh, shall we say, raised my level of frustration somewhat. It was raised further when, in an attempt to use the first wimpy pizza paddle to push the pizza off the second larger one onto the pizza stone in the oven, the far edge of the pizza insisted on sticking to the paddle rather than sliding off obediently onto the stone. 
This resulted in the whole pizza folding upwards, contacting the upper lip of the oven slot, melting there and adhering to it, further impeding the entrance of the pizza to its destined oven. After much jiggery-pokery, mostly jiggling and poking, the pizza was finally induced to enter the oven and to assume its normal cooking position. Now, of course, as I mentioned, some of the pizza had entered the oven quite a long time before its bulk did. Thus, when the pizza was eventually retrieved from the oven, another tedious tale in and of itself, while most of the pizza was well cooked, a significant fraction was charred to ashes. I cannot say that our first experiment with barbecued pizza was a flaming success. Subsequent attempts have involved the use of pizza screens, which are metal rings with a wide mesh of wires which support the pizza. Note to self, do not roll the dough after it has been put onto the pizza ring. Another adjustment to our process has involved the use of large quantities of flour to lubricate the pizza ring. Note to self, remember to bring something to help retrieve the pizza ring from within the oven. You would think that by the time you're my age, most things in life would have become second nature to you. I would have to say that the process of making pizza, especially outdoors, is definitely a work in progress. In the meantime, I guess, there's always the local pizza shop. And that is my humble diatribe for the day. <laughs>